Dude, I've dropped seven pounds in a month. Wow, nice. Yeah. Just from not Just eating. Just from packing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really has been the packing and the fact that I've been eating like shitty ass small frozen dinners. Because oh, like, I, yeah, everything's packed yeah. already. Right. So then I do wake up <laughs> hungry the next day. I'm like, holy shit, I'm hungry. But I mean, I jumped on the scale like two days ago and it was 193. And that was about 202 at some point. Yeah. So yeah, so I guess maybe nine. I know, like everything fits way nicer. Now. Like, this is great, <laughs> and I have been drinking as much, so. Oh yeah, that helps. <laughs> helps a lot. <laughs> that helps a lot. A podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome, Welcome to Bourbon Matters. <laughs> Welcome to Dan. He didn't get kidnapped. He did not get kidnapped. Yeah, Dan did not get kidnapped. Luckily. I'm right. Jake. <laughs> yeah. I'm Dan. <laughs> I am I am Putin PDL. <laughs> I did not kidnap Dan. So yeah, Dan, where did you get back from? I got back from Slovenia. I heard you guys talking on the last episode and I was <laughs> not anywhere close to Ukraine. I was <laughs> Uh, actually on one of the days we got done hiking, we drove through Italy. Oh, wow. So not even anywhere close. Uh, the little town we stayed in the mountain range to the West on the other side of that was Italy. The mountain range to the North, the other side of that was Austria. Okay. So it's pretty, that's pretty Western uh, Europe. Yeah. Yeah. It's not anywhere. Eastern Europe. No. It's considered Western. Like they consider themselves Western. I don't know. I I would imagine. They just consider themselves. It's a, it's a former, uh, Soviet bloc, right? That was Yugoslavia. Oh, okay. Uh, that makes sense. They were the far Northwest part of Yugo, former Yugoslavia. So it's only really been a country independently since 1991. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Back when they split. Yeah. They were one of the first to split away from, I think them and Croatia might've been the first two to split. Yeah. From Yugoslavia. That's EU, or Sen- right? Or Senovenia or yeah. whatever the other one it was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're all EU. It's a NATO country. Yeah. So I was safe. You were safe. Yeah. yeah. It looked pretty. You took some good pictures. It was pretty. Uh, very, I mean, we were in the Julian Alps. So the same thing that goes through Switzerland, Austria, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, Dang. The Damn. food and beer was really good because they have, with being so close there, they have a lot of Italian yeah. influence in their food, and they have a lot of German influence in their food. Northern Italian, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Especially yeah. beer. Um, yeah. Because, see, it's amazing how, uh, this is unrelated, but it's amazing how different Southern Italian and Northern Italian food is. It's actually pretty damn, like, damn different. I don't know too much about. <laughs> yeah, I've never been to Italia. I, Italy. Italy. <laughs> yeah, it seems way too touristy for me. It was, uh, it was fun. It was nice. So when I was, I got in there Saturday night really late, and on the uh, ride I had from the airport to to Bled, which is where we stayed, uh, the the guy driving me asked, he goes, "Well, why'd you decide on Slovenia?" And I don't like heavy touristy areas. I always try and find places that are more. Yeah. I mean, when we the when we hiked, hiked to the highest point, it was a six hour or seven hour hike that day. And we ran across two people on the trail. Mm. Like that's if I'm going to be out in nature, I want don't yeah. want to be waiting in line to go up some of these steep slopes. Yeah. Um, 
But I, I said, I said I picked Slovenia because it doesn't seem touristy. And he said, well, Bled is very touristy in Slovenia, but most of the world still doesn't know too much about it. Yeah. Um, and then our guide said this that 2022 has been there. They just passed their peak season. He said this was the most busy year for tourism they ever had. And the government has already yeah. said they're not going to allow more hotels to be built. They don't oh, want wow. it to become they don't want it to become like freaking Venice. All the lakes <laughs> and the rivers are <clears throat> crystal clear. Yeah, I saw ever clear. Yeah, I saw basically no garbage uh, the entire time. That's uh, they want to keep it nice. They're they're very proud of their country, but they want to keep it nice uh, yeah. and clean. And tourists are assholes. So, I hey yeah, different philosophy. Mine. My vacations tend to be with you know urban settings, a lot of people. Yeah. Not a, not touristy areas, just life, you know, where where people uh, are living. Yeah. <laughs> and if you were following our Instagram at Bourbon Matters, uh, I know Jenna Ray was taking some of my pictures. Um, God, about four. It was right before November 2019. I went to Patagonia hiking. Yeah. And we got to the top of a mountain, which was the hardest hike, the most physically demanding thing I've ever done in my life. We got to the top, mm. and our guide congratulated us all there with a bottle of whiskey that he brought and chocolates. And it was some cheap, shitty whiskey, but I had just walked up. Yeah. We, I, it was, we just hiked seven and a half miles, including we went uphill a quarter mile and a half mile of distance. Yeah. Um, Damn. And it was a cool experience. And from then I started doing this thing where I would take shooter bottles with me and take not just going to top of mountains, but uh, unique settings in some of these world, uh, these, some of these places. I was going to take shooter bottles of whiskey and have a, have a little sip of American yeah. whiskey, American bourbon. And it was funny. I think because, all bourbon is American. Yeah, that's true. I export American <laughs> culture. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was funny because everyone started making fun of me like always because I always got to make sure I have my shooter bottle of whiskey with me. Uh, but our Slovenian guide and my roommate, who was from the UK, uh, basically we started a thing where I would take the first third, the guide would take the second third of the bottle of the little oh, shooter, nice. and they would take the final third, and uh, or my roommate would take the final third. And I took Woodford, a shooter bottle of Woodford, for the first day, Four Roses the second day, Willet. Rye the third day. That's so cool. Bardstown Discovery. Oh yeah. The fourth day, and Buff Buffalo Trace the fifth day, and then New Rift the sixth day. Um, so I mean, I brought good whiskeys. Yeah, with yeah, me. no and kidding. We we are all, unfortunately, we are all weren't a big fan of the New Rift, but uh, everyone, the thing, or not everyone, the two guys, two other guys, uh, that Bardstown Discovery it's, was just insane, yeah, and we took so that. Good. At, we were 6,700 feet at the top of that mountain peak when we had that. That's um, out of that uh, sampler pack, right? Yeah. And they're like, this is a really, really good whiskey. I'm like, well, I'm glad you said that because the bottle is $140. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. $145. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it was fun. Uh, they've, they've become very big fans of American whiskey. The guy from the UK had said he had had somebody that wasn't a big fan of it. Um, the Slovenian guide had never really had. I mean, they don't have Jack. They have Jack and Jim. Okay, and it's expensive as hell. I'm sure. No, it wasn't. Really? Because um, I I wanted to get our guide as part of his uh, gift at the end. I wanted to find him a nice bottle. Yeah. 
And I spent almost two hours walking around the entire damn city of Bled to try oh. and find something that wasn't Jack or Jim. Wow. And I f- the only thing I found was a bottle. It was Jack, but it was a single barrel select. Oh, nice. Um, oh, yeah. And it was 39 euros, and it's dollar for dollar right now, yeah. so it was 39 bucks for oh, that's, that. Yeah. That's, that's about decent. what it should yeah. be. What is it here? Yeah. I mean, the biggest the biggest deal I found was when we were at Woodford on our trip. They had Baccarat that they were selling for two grand, and I saw it for sixteen hundred. I know I saw at that duty free sixteen hundred euros, but it's, it's dollar it's, for dollar it's right one now. For one is now. it? Yeah. yeah. When I was huh. over there, it was ninety nine one to ninety nine cents. Damn, I should have taken it. I know that's what I told them. <laughs> it's like, dude, pull the trigger. I wasn't gonna buy it. You're the one that almost bought it for two k. <laughs> I would have paid you if you brought it. That's nice. Duty free. <laughs> they, they had two bottles there. No taxes, nothing. Now I, I gotta just... find it. Oh man! I know. I told him. I messaged, dude. Pull the well, trigger, the man. problem That's was cool. I was seven hours ahead of you, so by the time you probably yeah, saw the like... message, I was, <laughs> it was, yeah. I like was three in the morning for Dan. <laughs> yeah, I was somewhere over the mid Atlantics. Damn, That's awesome. Well, good. But yeah. If I ever hike like that, I'm not. I'm, I'm doing lines of cocaine. I'm not doing whiskey, or maybe like a <laughs> that. Probably like would a rock. Me. <laughs> a rock of crack cocaine. <laughs> There, it was. Uh, just, anybody have a lighter? Oh, okay. Slovenia is steep. If you don't like walking hills, don't go to Slovenia. It's either up or down. There's no yeah. flat. It is. So they're like on the on that side of the globe where it just everything goes down. Like well, this. well. So like the Alps are completely different <laughs> than yeah. all the like the Rockies because the Alps eroded down. Like the Rockies came up out of the ground when the plates ran over each other. This eroded down, so it almost looks like the Grand Canyon oh, yeah. where. You're on top of one peak, and then it goes down yeah, yeah, yeah. two thousand meters, and then back up two thousand meters. Is it all? That's all from water, yeah. rivers and rivers and glacial melt stuff like yeah. that. Like ancient oceans, like the Grand Canyon, or no? Yeah, kind of. Okay, that's yeah. It, cool. it looked very Grand Canyon-y. Probably an ancient ocean at some point. Yeah. No, yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. But yeah, we took American whiskey over there. Everyone liked it, and that's all that matters. Yeah, bourbon matters. Spread the good gospel. Yeah. <clears throat> Conquer foreign lands. Conquistadors. Speaking of bourbon. And good bourbon. And matters. Good bourbon. <laughs> and, and matters. Uh, tonight we are drinking a special uh, whiskey. This is a barrel pick from Gold Eagle of Eagle Rare. Yeah. Gold Eagle Rare. <laughs> um, is I like that. Picked out by Jake from Gold Eagle. Um, this was one of like I think two hundred total bottles that they yeah. had at the store, and I think me and Jenna got the last like. You had nineteen when I went. Yes, yeah, so, I mean we yeah. we were there a little bit before you. But... I think I think Jake said that you guys went like an hour before me. Yeah, so yeah. they maybe had like forty when we were there. Yeah. Yeah, he had 19, so I remember I, I ran <coughs> into the store, and I go, one, I didn't know that you had gotten one. I think I thought you were asking me to get you one, oh, too. Yeah. So I run into the store. I go to Jake. He's like, Jake, please tell me you still have go, uh, Eagle Rare. He's like, oh, yeah, I have 19 bottles. They're in the bag. He's like, I only have the, uh, the what is it, a 500? I forget what it is. Uh, 375. 375. I only have the 375, so I'm like, dude, that's perfect. And I go, I know it's one, but can I have two so I can take one to Jake? He's like, oh, no, he was already here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like, okay, never mind. So anyway, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, this is maybe the only single barrel Eagle Rare I'll ever get to taste in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so 
pretty excited for it. Yeah. Um, we went to Buffalo trace. We talked about it, uh, in the past couple episodes. Um, yeah, I don't know how much what else we need to cover on distillery. So I looked, we talked it to death already. I I looked into it a little bit today to get a little more history on it, and it's interesting because before the early two thousands, it was actually bottled at one hundred one proof. Interesting. Oh, okay. Um, and they were using it as basically direct competition with Wild Turkey one hundred one. Wow. Oh, that's interesting. Um, Very interesting. But that was. They did that. I mean, it's always been the same mash bill and stuff. Uh, but it's no, one, right? Mash bill one. Mash bill one. Yeah. Uh, which is going to be the same as your Taylor's, your same as your Buffalo Trace. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But no, it used to be higher proof, but then they dropped it down to 90. Um, and right now it's still 90, right? It's still yeah. 90 now. It's still got the uh, 10 year. Oh, yeah. It's still got the 10 year age statement, but it's on the back of the bottle. Yeah. Uh, they wanted the front to be extremely clean. That's why they didn't want to put a label on it. It's all I love the I love the bottle. Uh, they yeah. wanted the bourbon, to the color of the bourbon to stand out, uh, which is why they did that. But they just wanted to leave it very, very minimalist on the front. Yeah. So most people put the age statement on the front because it's a big yeah, thing. to brag about the 10 years. Eagle, Eagle, everyone knows that Eagle Rare is a 10-year. Uh, yeah, they don't need to. So they put it on these the days. They don't need to do crap about it. Uh, like, for well. a while, they actually didn't have the. They took the ten year age statement off. Really? Before why? Huh. Buffalo really took over. Oh, okay. Um, Did they? But it was still a ten year old bourbon. Yeah, I believe. Or possibly. I yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of the interesting stuff I found is that it was actually a yeah different proof back in the day. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. It is cool. Yeah. I love the the bottle for Eagle Rare. It's one of my favorites. It is clean. It's it's smooth. It's it's just nice. Clear bottle with like you said the etching of the uh, the eagle. It's as eagle. elegant as the whiskey inside. Very of it. elegant, exactly. It's, it's as elegant as this podcast. <laughs> um, I love swirl, Eagle Rare. You swirl know? your whiskey like a fancy like style. A, like a exactly. <laughs> um, you know, and I, I, we talked about it already. Two episodes already <laughs> in Kentucky, and then last week when Dan was traveling to Eastern Russia, mm-hmm. uh, you could see Sarah Palin's house from from where he was. Dude, I went horseback riding with this guy that didn't want to wear a shirt. It was really fun in Russia. <laughs> you escaped time. two different gulags. Is he right? also yeah. a jiu-jitsu champion. Or a very friendly person though yeah, oh yeah no he's, he's mobilizing you know three hundred thousand troops or something <laughs> um i love eagle rare i think i gotta say you know this, i'm on my third uh sip it's a little different than what i normally remember eagle rare to be it's a little i don't know it's a little more acidic than you know again it's a, it's a barrel pick and eagle rare is blended right it, it is now though I couldn't I don't know if it's still this way or not I I was confused on if it was it so for back when it was 101 proof it was a single barrel okay. um it's not a single barrel anymore but it almost sounded like it might just be two barrels blended okay interesting so it's almost huh. almost like a single barrel very now. very small batches <clears throat> interesting barrel. uh it's it's it tastes a little different than what I normally remember eagle rare tasting like you know again maybe a little more acidic not in a bad way it's just it's great it's one of my favorite whiskeys ever 
especially if you can buy the bottle for a retail price at $35. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. Which is hard. In Illinois, it's hard. In Texas, you can you can find it every now and then. Question. So MSRP is $35, which is puts it, I mean, mid to low shelf in terms of price. Yeah. For 10 freaking year. $35 for Ego Rare or 18 for Mellow Corn. Uh, I would do... Uh, I am representing... I'm glad we have cameras, by the way. I am representing... I have my Mellow Corn hat. No one can see your hat because you wear no. your <laughs> headphones like a... Like a, like a rapper. <laughs> I um, was going to say another word that started with R, but I don't want to uh, offend anybody. Like a homie. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Um, so I, yeah, I forgot to talk about this this hat last episode. We, you know, I, uh, I, I'm pretty I sure you it. talked about it a ton when we were down in Kentucky. In Kentucky, we, oh, we did. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. dang it, I don't remember that episode. You weren't wearing it though. I don't think I was no, but it. I remember him talking that he bought the Melicorn hat, and it was the yeah, about for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah, but in, you didn't in, you didn't like it enough to wear it. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, man, that day is a blur. I don't remember that day. <laughs> we started like a you know with a freaking old fashioned at eight thirty in the morning. What really got us was the flight at lunch when we had already yeah. had an old fashioned, oh, yeah. a bunch of tastings at Bartstown, and, and then five two ounce pours at lunch. Oh yeah, that yeah that killed us. Yeah, that was so fun though. I really enjoyed that trip. Yeah, uh, it was fun. So my mellow corn hat, I wear it very proudly. It's not ironically or sarcastically it's truly because i love mellow corn you're not a mellow corn hipster i am i am a mellow corn <laughs> hipster i guess maybe <laughs> um so it's like the the guys that wear old style or pbr hats yeah uh they normally wear it ironically and you're just you're a true believer i just i just love mellow corn <laughs> so the value for 18 dollars is great um the value for 35 regal rare is just amazing but it's hard to find Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you do find it, they'll mark it up twice as that. That's much. Oh, it's right? usually around ninety bucks yeah, now. Yeah, for... exactly. Uh, so, like my friend Owen in Colorado, though, he's like, "Dude, you go to any store in Colorado, and it's on the shelf for retail." I'm like, "Well, that sucks." Yeah. Um, it's know. just like I don't know if it's. Uh, we're still trying to get to the bottom of why Illinois gets screwed. Mm-hmm. Why do you think? So, I think somebody in the government probably pissed off no, distributors, and then no, no, <laughs> they're all like, "Screw that, you!" That oh, yeah. that wouldn't happen in this state, <laughs> not in Illinois. No. <laughs> Our politicians are all by the book. It's, it's probably what happened at some point. Regulations or something like they, yeah. they just got pissed and like, "Well, screw you." Well, I, I know it is more difficult to import liquor into Illinois yeah. than other states. Yeah. So it might just be not worth yeah all the, life the effort you know for for whatever yeah. distributors or I don't know yeah no that may very well be it because it is hard and again if you go to Texas you can find it every now and then not in all the stores but like in Colorado I mean no he's just like dude you go to any store you go to a grocery store you go to a liquor store and they're on the shelf <laughs> like well that's that's good maybe when I move back to Texas I. I will start finding them again. Yeah. Yeah. Export them. Export to Illinois. <laughs> start a business. Don't you have like 15 bottles of Eagle Rare already, though? I I gave a couple away, so I have like 12. But you got the big boy. I still have the 1.5. Uh, 
uh liters yes so that's a good one i love that bottle i don't know if i'll ever see another one again yeah it was just beautiful and this guy well it was my guy in dallas but he didn't call me or anything he just had it on the shelf behind the counter but on the shelf and he wasn't even displaying it he was like he had it to sell and i go dude where was my text (laughs) i just happened to be in there looking for stuff and he was like where's my texting because i'm like oh i didn't even think that you would want this I'm like, oh, uh, yes, I want it. Obviously. And he yeah. sold it to me for like 120 or something, which I was happy to pay for. That's not that bad, though. No. And he sold Eagle Rare pretty, like, re- really reasonably. Um, Eagle Rare, I think he sold them to me for like 50. Okay. So like, you know, yeah, like yeah, I'll yeah. take that. Um, and this one was like 120. I was like, dude, I will buy it. Like, I will never see another one again. Yeah. So, yeah. I have them. And that's why I'm not. I told Jake, uh, Gold Eagle Jake, uh, is there a ghost in here somewhere? <laughs> Dogs are wailing. Um, <laughs> that I wasn't going to open this one because it's a beautiful bottle. I don't know if the camera can see it. Uh, it's a 375 small Eagle Rare uh, with a Gold Eagle seal on the right. I think that works. There you go. So I'm not going to. I'm not going to open it. I'm going to save that as my my memory from Gold Eagle. Yeah. So Did now you got. All three sizes of bottle. Did you have Jake sign it? I should have, actually. Maybe I'll go back. Oh, no, it's packed. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, love this whiskey. Yeah. I think, uh, to your point, I do get a little bit higher acidity in this mm-hmm. than, like, in, in a normal uh, pour of Eagle Rare. So I'm wondering, you know, based on what they told us on the tours, um, maybe they have... Two different bottles does or two different barrels designated for Eagle Rare. You know, one's up on the top floor, yeah. one's on the bottom floor. When they marry it, it comes out nice yeah. and. No, they said they didn't put all the good, the, the cheap stuff. It goes up top because it ages quicker. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it wouldn't. They wouldn't have it up there. Oh they yeah, have them in different parts. Of the I guess that's same, true. Probably same floor, different parts. Yeah, closer to the wall, farther away from the wall, things like that. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, if, if they're blending fun. two barrels, it's probably to even out. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I do like this flavor though. I don't think I, it's I love this flavor. Yeah, I don't think it's a negative. No, I completely um, agree. It gives it a different tone. Yeah, but I mean, you can tell it's still Eagle Rare. You but... can tell. You can definitely get the tones and and flavors from Eagle Rare. But I, you know, the more I try, the more I see the difference. Eagle Rare is just the you know the regular blended one is so smooth. It's just so smooth, yeah. and you you don't taste any acidity. And this one does have some, which and yeah. again to your point, not about it's just a different tone. Yeah, I get it like right by the lymph nodes, almost a little bit of a bite mm-hmm. right there uh, on the front on the on the, the the front of the palate, the the tongue, the, the mouth feel is all the same. It's just yeah. it seems like there's just a little bite, and not much yeah. of one, but there's yeah. Just a little bit of flavor, but I mean, at the front, just once it hits your tongue, you know it's Eagle Rare. Yeah. It feels so good. <laughs> when it hits your lips, you know, once it hits your <laughs> lips, it's so good. Uh, this is some, this is Mashville 1, right? Yes. Yeah. Elmer is Mashville 2. Two. I was asking because it, it reminds me a lot of Elmer T. Lee because Elmer T. Lee's got that acidity that's kind of like a signature for Elmer T. Lee whiskey. It's, you know, it's a little acidic. This does kind of taste like a sour mash. Right? <laughs> right, yeah. Being a dick. 
<laughs> he came back. They changed him in prison. <laughs> in, in Eastern Europe, he changed. <laughs> Prisoner of war. <laughs> you got PTSD. Uh, I mean, God, the PTSD you got. We walked through a World War One trench area. Did you really? And they had... Um, like they still had the mountain tunnels they dug through, and it was the front line between them and Italy, because uh, it was right in that oh, area. Yeah. Wow! Um, oh, yeah. And, like oh, no, it was just it was just cold and rainy. Or it wasn't cold. It was just rainy that day, and the tunnels are only about four and a half feet tall, and you're walking through these tunnels. Yeah. And it has like a creepy feeling as you're walking through them, and it's like, oh yeah. Could I'm you sure. imagine being here during World War One with artillery shells? How many people died in there? Yeah. Was there that was... uh, Austria Hungary? Yeah. Yep. And I mean there was one area where there's a there was a small sniper's nest and I they replaced the hatch, but there is the small little metal hatch yeah. uh, that they would have opened up just to stick their gun out and be able yeah. to sight down. Damn. But they were on one mountain and Italy was on the other mountain. Oh wow. And it was just the huh. valley in between was the no man's that is land. Crazy. Yeah. Um but man to think that back in the what was World War One the nineteen tens? Oh yeah, that's yeah. Nineteen it ended death. in nineteen eighteen. Yeah. No certain that you want to fight for those things. Jeez. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, it's interesting to see that there. Cause like, I don't, I don't even know what's, what remnants uh, are left in like Western Europe. Probably none. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, most of the Western part of Europe was just like flat land. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and like the, the trench warfare, you know, that everyone thinks of, yeah. you know, for world war one, right. like, Mountain warfare is that's that's got to be uh, you're not really advancing much at all. I don't. (laughs) No, it was just it was just they were that was their fortified positions. Like they were there, and if anyone tried to go through the middle of that, maybe you're lobbing artillery back and forth. Yeah, but damn, that's or uh, newly invented airplanes. Yeah, I I don't know. They had them there because I mean, Italy was so late to World War One. Yeah, that's true. Jeez, they were... I know there was fighting in in, uh, in Italy with with airplanes, but I don't know if it was in that area. Yeah, I our guide was telling us like all the stories as we were there and everything, and going back and forth and how they were mad because Italy was neutral and they were so close to Italy, and then all of a sudden they joined uh, on the other side, and they're talking about all this and how this, and I'm like, you're. As a... Italy joined the Allies, right? Yes. So I, they got it right the first time, then they screwed it up the second time. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Italy, Italy <laughs> was on Germany's side the first time. Yeah, they were all fascists in World War One. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were on the. Nope. Uh, I don't remember. But. History. Well, then they wouldn't have been fighting each other. Austria-Hungary yeah. was on the German side. And that was the second one. Yeah, that was they were with Russia on the first one. I think. I think so. I don't, too. Mm. I'm pretty sure, yeah, because Italy I think it was Italy and Germany were so I I thought Italy joined late on the Allied side. And that that they were fighting with Austria Hungary because it was a strategic like yeah. flank position to to come at them. Austria Hungary was separate from Germany. Right, but they were they were on the same side. I'm pretty sure. 
Mm. Regardless, we'll figure that out. But it was he was uh, he was talking about all these stories and about all World War One and everything. And I I go, Robert, you're leaving out the most important part. Because what's that? I'm like, then USA joined the war and it ended quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to rub it in and everyone's and then faces. I, yeah, it was, it was, our, our group was a lot of British people. So then I just started the <laughs> U.S. They love it, I'm sure. That's so fun. you're saying that they've finally gotten over the Revolutionary War? Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they played down the Revolutionary War, but again, that's because they got their asses kicked. Now they have their special relationship with the U.S. so they can complain. You're right, Tell Jake. Germany, up. Austria, and Hungary. Okay. Wow, good good history lesson there. Yeah. So you were over there while uh, the queen passed away, right? Yeah. Uh, well, or queen, just she had passed away before I left, but yeah. Okay. And all the all the British people were just making fun of everything. Oh, they weren't uh, <laughs> as reverent as you would expect. The, the one girl was mad because she was she was going to Croatia after um, after Slovenia for a few days. And she was landing like super, super late Sunday night, and everything in the UK, like McDonald's, closed down. Yeah, like she's like, I have no they food. And... Flights and well, they paused them. They they didn't like there yeah. was like an hour delay on the airports. Yeah. They stopped all the trains. Damn, that's um, crazy. And she's like, I have no food in my house when I get back. I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah, it was. Mm. They were just more more or less making fun of everything. Like, yeah, I feel like there's a. Uh... There's, you know, like the royal loyalists. Yeah. And, and then there's people who are shit. like, why do we do yeah. this still? Like, can we get rid of this crap, please? <clears throat> Someone asked me what my thoughts as American were on Kate Middleton, and my response was, who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's fine, I guess. Or like David Beckham, that he's a super loyalist, and he stood in line for 24 hours or whatever it was to see the, the, the coffin. The, the coffin, yeah. Like, Good for you. I, I mean, like, when you're like a... Is he knighted? I don't know. I don't think he is. I don't think he I'm, is. That's a good point. I'm not sure. They, all, they offered him. Like, I mean, he's like a... They told him to skip everything, and he's like, nope, I'm staying he's here. He's one of, like, the biggest British oh, yeah. celebrities, so, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if Elton John was there, but, like... Yeah, I'm sure he was. I would think that, like... Everyone that she knighted was right. probably there, and like you know all that all that yeah. stuff. You know, if you're yeah. a British celebrity and you don't go, they'd probably single you out and be like, "Why? <laughs> why weren't you there?" Yeah, he was. You know, he was like like all celebrities. They, they asked him if he wanted to skip the line and just go see it. He's like, "No, because my grandfather would have been ashamed of me if I did that." He's like, yeah. "Like that's I can respect I get that. that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Especially, I mean, if you're from there, I don't give a shit because I'm not from there. But if you're but from yeah. there, like, all right, well, I guess I can see the the, the history and the I don't know. The I had a I had a queen. two minute wait at Taco Bell today. And I was pissed off. I'm not gonna stand in line for <laughs> two days to see a goddamn coffin with a flag over it. That's a really good point. No pass. <laughs> yeah. I'll pass too. God, That's I the the one thing I I do like about America is that we don't have that kind of crap. Yeah, like aristocratic <laughs> shit. It's not like I mean like when uh <clears throat> who was the last president to pass away? Uh, um Reagan? No. No. Oh, was, George H.W. Um, Bush. 
Yes. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, and, like, you know, they do the thing in, like, the Capitol Rotunda yeah. and, like, you know, but it's not, like, yeah. miles and miles of people waiting no. to go in there and, yeah, like, not, not you know, it's, there, like, yeah. it's on C-SPAN and if you want to watch it for, like, yeah. 10 minutes, you know, and be like, oh, okay. Yeah, you, you know. say that until Trump's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> 27 hours. Oh, man. Well, it's, like, uh, when... uh. Mao died in China. Didn't they force like oh, everyone man. who is like capable to like go to there go and like it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I think that's how it was in, in North Korea when what's his face died. Oh, Kim Jong uh, Il. Il. Il yeah. was the first one, right? Yeah. Crazy bastards, man. Yeah, it's uh the best golf. They said the uh, um who's that the lady that escaped from Korea? From North Korea. She she goes on like podcasts and talk about it. Oh, I can't remember what her name is. Um, but she she said that like when he died, she was very young. Cause she's not that old right yeah. now. But uh, when he died, she said that um, everyone had to cry in public, uh, and if you didn't cry, they'd ship you off to a death camp. Oh, and then like every di- every year. On the day he died, they like re-celebrate it, and everyone has to sit and cry and pretend like it's the worst day ever. And like, if you don't do it, or if they don't think you're crying hard enough, off off to a camp. (laughs) What is wrong with people? Speaking about world leader stuff, I I didn't go in it uh, in slow in blood, but there's a church there and it's famous. And one of the guys in our tour went or in our group went and took a picture of it. There's a famous mural of the last supper inside that church mm. okay and not the da vinci one no <laughs> it's it's famous be because there's judas is walking away stealing the money oh wow and <laughs> they paint they redid it so it's not judas it's got the face of lenin Oh, shit. <laughs> On there. Yeah, so he had the picture, but it's, instead of Judas sneaking away with the money, it's 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 Lennon, and that's he took funny. a picture of it. And it's, that's why it's very famous. It's a beautiful right mural, uh, but yeah, hilarious. it's Lennon stealing the money. So you're saying they're not super keen on communism over there? <laughs> no. Uh, the, yeah. The, the interesting part. So he's he was born in '71, and they were still socialist. Uh, and he said he grew up guy? in like a. Our guy, yeah. yeah. Our, he said uh, they grew up in like the block housing system and everything. Yeah, and he said he said it's very interesting right now because like his parents' generation, with inflation, with everything up right now, because of everything going on in the world, he said they're very upset about that and they're saying they preferred yeah. the socialism to what this the is bread right lines now and the... because. <laughs> Because they were guaranteed food, they were guaranteed housing, okay. they were guaranteed a job. Yeah, <laughs> and and he's like he's like they, he's like I don't think they understand. For them, as an older generation, it was familiar. It's what they yeah. knew. Yeah, uh, he's he's like obviously a lot of us, the majority of us, that's don't want socialism. that. That's communism. Yeah, yeah, but damn, but uh, yeah, it was kind of funny when he. Like, that's yeah. crazy, man! Stupid people. Yeah. Look at all that history we crammed this into is, this episode. Rename this podcast. It's like history matters. History matters with guys that know jack shit about history. They need to Google everything. <laughs> yeah. Who was the last U.S. president that died? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> we know our shit. <laughs> Let me Google. 
<laughs> History matters. I, I was like going to say Jimmy Carter, but he's still alive. He's still alive. He's like 100 years old. But he's yeah. Still alive. Reagan, because Reagan died in the early 2000s. Reagan died in the early then 2000s. Then H.W. Bush died. Like five years ago yeah, or not, something. Not so long ago. In like Obama's last year, I think, right? Yeah. In office? Yeah. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> and yeah. I actually, no, actually, wait. Because Trump wasn't president Trump wasn't yet. President. I don't think he was. I don't I think, think he was, was either. I think he was. Somebody Google it. I don't think he was. I think he was. I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, Somebody Google. Because, I'm working on it. Because I think. Now I'm curious because I, I don't November remember him. 30th, 2018. Yeah, he was president. I remember. Huh. He would have been elected. Yeah. He wouldn't have taken office. The only reason. No. No, he got he elected was, in 2016. Yeah. He was, oh, yeah, yeah. He goes in 17. So yeah. it was two years in. Um. And the only reason why I remember is because there was that big thing that the Obamas didn't speak to Trump because he was hosting, quote unquote, the the funeral. Yeah. And the Obamas sat like two seats over. Yeah. And Bush even sat like four seats over from nobody wanted to sit next to him. I remember <laughs> that perfectly. And so, yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. History matters. On yeah. PDL. Or spinoff show. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> this was good. Gold, I mean, this Eagle Rare was good. You, again, it tastes different. I, it really did. It yeah. tasted different and not in a bad way, just a little different. I still enjoyed it a lot. I think this was Yeah, I mean, it, it's cool to get the chance to do a single yeah. barrel Eagle. Yeah, I mean, yeah you don't get that chance very often, which is yeah. pretty cool. Um, and yeah, I think... Yeah. Uh, Jake at Gold Eagle does it like the best way, which is they just post it. Yeah. It's like first come, first Don't serve. Not no holding allocation. anything. Yeah. One one per person. There's no list. Yeah. Just get in there Don't and get, get it. it. Which is good and bad because you know, if you're in a list, you know that at some point you're gonna get something. But if you're you know, the way that he does it, you gotta keep an eye on Instagram and you gotta keep an eye on Instagram and, and if you miss it, you missed it. Yeah. Do you have to keep an eye on Instagram? Think, and if you, if you missed keep, it, you missed it. Well, you gotta keep one or two, maybe. I mean, you know, it'd be nice if his favorite podcast was Saved Bottle, but you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You gotta be fair. Save a couple for us. Yeah. Well, I just, I just made a wild claim about. <laughs> I say I'm pretty sure that might not be the case. I don't know. You, we never know. We don't disclose our secrets in this podcast. As far as I know, we're the only podcast that shops there. I think so. I think so too. And, and the only podcast that shops at Sam's. And that goes to all we, the we, I, I will take that claim as we're probably the only <laughs> podcast that shops at Sam's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think Marengo, Illinois has many podcasts based out of it. <laughs> and if they do, it's like farming 101. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to do that? I don't know. <laughs> Why? Is this is a silo. This is a green there aren't even, elevator. Oh, there are farms on the way out this there. Is, what is the other one from the silo? A silo bin. There's a bin. There's a bin. You got your harvest stores. There's a harvest store. Yeah. See? We should start another grain elevator. Grain podcast. Grains with Roberto Pedio. Just, just chewing yeah, barley. Just <laughs> chewing just grabbing barley. handfuls of barley or of raw barley. grains <laughs> this is the stupidest episode we've done in a while 
Not wrong. We have a special treat on on this week's episode of Grains with Roberto. These are malted. These are malted. <laughs> oh, I have never tried a raw malted barley grain. It's probably is, gross. I should probably start at some point. It probably tastes like alfalfa or something. I don't know. Yeah. How much alfalfa have you eaten in your life is the question. I'm I have. Wondering. I haven't eaten a lot. My mom used to give it to me a lot. <laughs> we, yeah. I mean, Did she do that just to get you to shut up? I actually like it. <laughs> Like we she we have like bowls of alfalfa and I would put like lime juice on them and salt. Huh. It was great. I could see that. I, I love that. That was great. Yeah. Anyway, it was good. I like me. I like some lime on a yeah. lot of stuff. I like lime. Makes on it better. Stuff. I found it in Mexico. The lime. The lime. <laughs> All my followers were asking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of followers, followers, Roberto, good, good, good lead in there for a transition. Uh, you can find this on the History Channel. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. well, no, it would be Comedy Central. We still should do a drunk history episode sometime on yeah, here. We now. should. We could. Yeah, that would be cool. But we should pick a topic that I know. I don't know anything about World War One. World War Two, I know something. It should be something whiskey related. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, we should all watch the the uh, whiskey rebellion. What if we talk about or prohibition? No, prohibition no, would be a good be one. Freaking solid. Yeah, yeah, that just, would be solid. Yeah, here's an idea. Get drunk talking about not being able to get drunk. Uh, you would just go to the <laughs> doctor and prescribe whiskey. Uh, and I was yeah. like, give it. <laughs> I still have a cuff. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, Instagram. If you want to go to Instagram, Insta. Yeah. And follow us at Bourbon Matters, at Bourbon Matters is our account. We hit 630-something followers this week, which is amazing. We've grown this account 600, and I said 600 because 35 was on the first day with all our friends that clicked follow. You also said we, like we've had anything to do with that. I think it's... In general. But yeah. A lot of followers, good content, good reels. We have pictures from the trip to the Bourbon Trail yep. uh, a few weeks back. Um, we have good stuff. We we normally talk about Gold Eagle and, and or Sam on our account. Get familiar with Sam. He's a good guy. Go see him. And then Facebook's got uh, the same handle, Bourbon Matters on Facebook. Uh, it's It's our birthday soon, so make sure you click like on the birthday. Do they do uh, birthday for accounts? I don't know. I don't think they do. I have no idea. <laughs> so stupid. I have no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> I haven't slept in two weeks. It's not even close. Like it's after the first of the year sometime, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost there. September. We have like. Yeah. We're, we're through the third quarter. It was like mid-January that we started yeah. the show. Uh, and then bourbonmatterspodcast.com is the website. I think it's still up to date. Mm-hmm. That's good. And uh, and that's where you can find us. But then we're also on the podcasts. Yes, you can uh, basically find us anywhere important that you listen to podcasts. Uh, and then you can watch us on YouTube. Um, if you're just listening, we got a multicam set up now. So you can see all three of our beautiful faces without see, looking at how uh, fat we all are. So uh, you can still nice. easily tell that we're all fat. <laughs> like, let's, let's not bury the lead. It's a little, the video is a little bit more palatable now. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I'm hoping uh, we'll be able to get like a producer to come in and do the actual like scene changes for us as we talk. Um, yeah, 
but so far my uh, calls have gone unanswered. Um, so we'll see. That would be cool if we had a producer doing the toggling and the switching. Yeah. Because I don't want to have to be the one to do it. No. Nobody wants to. <laughs> Give me a button right here. And I'll just sit here and go like this. Damn. It's just going to be on Damn. Dan the whole time. I know. <laughs> There's going to be so many crotch shots. <laughs> crotch cam. I don't think you can do it with a camera. <laughs> anyway. That was fun. All right. Um, so, yeah. So, coming up for the month of October... We have a special bracket. This one we are calling the hunt for old Elktober. Dude, um, we have I'm ten. So smart. <laughs> I come up with the with the smartest names. <laughs> we have ten different expressions of old elk that will be going head to head until we find a champion. Um, we'll go through all of them, you know, in the first episode, but uh, and we'll have the bracket. Uh, posted uh, before and then after, I think, each episode. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, we're also going to be starting our Unicorn Bottle series. Yeah. Um, so we'll be doing short reviews and discussions about some Unicorn Bottles. Um, since Roberto's going to be moving back to Texas, uh, some of them might be with just Roberto. Some of them might be just Dan or just me or... yeah. Group, all three of us, if we can get, all have the same thing at the same time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we'll start doing some, like, unicorn reviews because um, God knows we've got enough bottles There's now that we can, quite a few. <laughs> we I can do packed, it. I just packed 215. Wait, unicorns are real? <coughs> maybe. In, in whiskey, they are. Yeah. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I just packed 215 bottles of whiskey. Getting ready to put them in the truck. Dang, that's a lot of whiskey. It's yeah, that's, that's a lot. Shout out to Gold so Eagle. So you did full inventory. Me, yeah. Shout out to Gold Eagle who gave me like 40 boxes of liquor <laughs> empty so I could so I could pack my bottles. It worked out. Jesus. I know. <sighs> All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, Roberto just dropped his phone, so I think that means it's the yeah. end of the episode. <laughs> Cheers to the Gold Eagle Rare. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>